presentation of the Rio Grande Oil Company. Calling all cars. Attention all cars. San Jose Police calling all cars. Broadcast 46. Pick up a black coupe. License number 6 Alfred 1167. 6 Alfred 1167. Occupant of this car shot Officer John Buck when he attempted to question him. Go get them, boys. That is all.
Stoner Cove. Our story tonight tells of the unwritten law. I shall now turn the microphone over to Pat Weaver, who will carry on with the story. Thank you, Chief Black. Chief Black is addressing a meeting of citizens in San Jose. One of the greatest single factors which has acted as a deterrent to crime in our city is the installation of the police radio. Our station, KGPM, is in constant touch with the patrol cars cruising the city. And the rapidity with which these cars now arrive at the scene of a disturbance spells ruin for all but the most wary criminals. Tonight... I have planned a demonstration for you to show you just how efficiently our radio police work. I have here on the platform a telephone and a radio receiving set tuned in on the police broadcasting station. I will telephone for a police car, and any of you who wishes may check the time it takes the officers to respond. All ready? Now I will call for the car. Uh, give me the police department, please. Hello? Uh, this is the chief, Sergeant. Uh, send the car over to me right away. I'm at the auditorium. Now we'll turn on the radio. Yeah. 
might be the guys that have been pulling all those jobs down this way. They drive past slow, and I'll shoot my light over there. They don't like to be investigated. They're pulling out. Turn around, and we'll follow them. Okay.
I want the rest of you men who are here to get out in the cars and cover the territories marked here on the map. Walter, uh, this will be your section. Okay, sir. And Mac, I want you to cover the south end of town. Yes, sir. And the rest of you to take the sectors I've already assigned to you. Keep in touch with headquarters. Yes, sir. Okay, sir. Okay, All right now, boys, get going. I'll be here. I got a check with San Francisco and Oakland. Well, boys, it's up to us. I guess you all know what I'm thinking. No, we do. Those guys didn't give John a chance. They shot first, and that's just what I intend to do. And me too. Yes. Yeah, now, wait a minute. Not so loud. Don't let the chief hear us. Well, my bet is he feels the same way about it. Even if he can't say so officially. Then it's agreed? Sure. When we find these birds, we shoot first, and we'll ask questions later. Okay. Let's go, then. their vengeance on the man who brutally shot their brother officer, the wanted black coupe is pulling up before a tiny bungalow in an auto camp on the outskirts of San Jose. Well, here we are, Joe. You need some help? Yeah. Give me a hand. You hate bad? I don't know yet. Quiet, you damn fool. You want the bulls down on us? Now help me into the cabin.
Crime Lane along the main road from San Jose to Oakland is a parked police car. It's wiped out. Quietly, its two occupants watch the infrequent cars that pass the spot. Here comes the car. Turn over your motor. That was a sedan. Wish I could smoke. You better not. We don't want anybody to see us. Yeah, that's right. Remember, this time we shoot. Don't worry. There's no witnesses out here. And the story is, they resisted arrest. Right. They'll get what's coming to them. On your toes. Here comes another one. Get that gap ready. Yes, sir. It's a coupe, and that's the license number. Let's go. Force him over. Get over, you. Let him have it. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. You didn't give Buck a chance. Hey, Harry, hold it. What's the matter? We got a woman in there. Ah, nuts. Stick up your hands, you three. Now, come out of there holding them up. I'll open that door. What's all this about? What do you want with us? You're under arrest. What for? Assault with a deadly weapon with intent to commit murder. Come on, cut out that talk. Get out of there. Hurry up, you. Look here, you guys are all wrong. There's some mistake. Listen, mister. Nothing would give me more pleasure than an excuse to shoot you. Now you shut up or I'll plug you for resisting arrest. Headquarters, Joe Matlock, his pal, Sam Thomas, and Bonnie face Chief Black. Look here, Chief. What's the big idea? My friend here is sick. He's got an appendicitis attack. I was just taking him over to the doctor in Oakland when these two men arrested us. Appendicitis attack, huh? He's not suffering from appendicitis. He's got three bullet holes in him. Ed? Yes, sir? I have the sergeant fingerprint these three prisoners. And then take this man who's suffering from appendicitis and have him treated for his bullet wound. Yes, sir. Listen, Chief. You got a bum steer. What do you want to think upon us for? We ain't done nothing. Why, I'm a plumber. Ha! I got credentials. Let me show you my papers. We're on the up and up. Yeah? Well, if you're on the up and up, then you won't mind being fingerprinted, you know, for elimination. But, gee, that's just a lot of time wasted. You better let us go. I gotta get my pal to the hospital. Yes, please, sir. He's in great pain. I don't doubt it. Those police revolvers leave ugly wounds. But, Chief, there's no reason Take them out. Ed, take them out. out. There's the dope on the mugs and the prints of those three prisoners, sir. We made two of them. The girl don't seem to have a record. Mm-hmm. Sam Thomas. Served time in my own reformatory. And Joseph Matlock. Hmm, what a nice long record he's got. Three-time loser to boot. What's the doctor say? He's touching up the guy now. He'll send him in as soon as he's ready. Hey, what's that noise? There's quite a crowd outside the jail, sir. They heard about Buck being shot, and they're collecting from all sides. Hmm, I don't like that. How many men are in headquarters now? Uh, half a dozen, I guess. All right, don't let anyone go home. I may need all of them in a little while. Yes, sir. Matlock 
is treated for his wounds and then is thrown into a cell with his frightened partner, Sam. What are we going to do? Don't worry, don't worry. We're okay, kid. What makes you so sure? Listen, I beat the rat before and I can beat it again. Yeah, but, gee, you shouldn't have plugged that cop. Quiet. You didn't see me plug no cop, did you? What do you mean? Oh, I get it. No, of course not. I, I didn't see anything. That's right. And you ain't going to squeal, are you? Well, you know better, me better than that, Joe. Yeah, well, I ain't so sure. You ain't been through as many of these things as I have. They'll have to get tough with you. That don't scare me. I ain't squawking, but I'm worried. Well, forget it. This is going to be a pipe. They ain't got anything on us. Oh, I wish I could be sure. That other bull saw us. He ain't certain it was us he saw. Why, when I get a mouthpiece down here from Frisco, we'll be out of here in no time. Gee, I hope so. If that guy dies, this will be murder. Yeah, only we didn't do it, see? He don't know nothing about it. <laughs> outside the jail grows momentarily. Soon, 100 people stand in the streets, staring into the jail windows. Fifteen minutes later, 200 people have gathered. Traffic is jammed, and stores are added to the crowd every second. Within an hour, a thousand citizens mill around the jail, allowing themselves to be whipped into mob frenzy by a self-appointed leader who addresses them from the top of an automobile. Are you citizens taxpayers, or are you Come clean. Okay, okay. I'll come clean. Did you shoot Officer Buck tonight? 
I don't know what his name is. Well, did you shoot a police officer? Well, yeah. Why? Oh, I don't know. I'm a hard guy, Chief. I don't take back talk from no one, and I don't like bulls. So you go around shooting them, is that it? Well, not exactly, but this big flat foot ran us into the curb, and I wouldn't take any of his lips. He started snooping around, so I let him have it. I can't afford having anybody monkeying around me. Why not? Well, you see, I'm a three-time loser, Chief. I'm out on parole. I know if he found anything on me, it'd be just too bad. So I took my chance of shooting it out. And here you are. Yeah, here I am. Got me 
me started on that cracked gasoline the other day. Sure. I knew you'd be back. How did you like it? Well, I guess there is a difference in gasolines after all. The old bus seems to have more pep, all right. I don't have to shift gears so often either. And it certainly starts in a hurry. So fill her up on real Grandy Cracked again. Boy, I'm sold. I told you so. That cracked gasoline ought to sell for more money because real Grandy stations are certainly offering the best gasoline value in this market.